Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. 2022, one of the benchmark years for horror movies. Lots of hopes that 2023 is going to be the same. And to kick it off, one of the first movies is Megan. I'm here with Jesse and Dave to review it. We also have Jade from Agents of Fandom to help us talk about this movie. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Or should it be dismantled right now on Hometown Ghost Stories? All right, we are all here ready to talk about this movie about a killer American brat slash Barbie slash, you know, Chucky. There's like this gigantic hybrid of things going on with this doll movie. And uh, to do that, like I said in the opening, we brought on Jade from Agents of Fandom. Jade, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. This is I'm really excited. I, I know you said that like when we were talking about which movie to do, you were like, have you seen Megan yet? I have thoughts. And I was like, okay, well, this is clearly the movie we need to do then. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Megan. Uh, as always, I'm also joined by Dave Wilkins. What's going on? I uh, saw this movie like less than 24 hours ago. Then it's fresh in your mind. And fresh. I'm also joined by Jesse Wilkins as always. Yes. I also watched it less than 24 hours ago and Thanks to me, Dave woke back up to continue watching the movie. <laughs> we watched it in Discord together so I could see him sleeping. I was like, Dave, no! No, we're losing him! And that doesn't mean a movie's good or bad. This is a classic Dave trope. I'm a narcoleptic. Dave will fall asleep yeah. in any Undiagnosed. Movie. Yeah. yeah. We used Very to go dangerous. to the movies, Jade, and he would fall asleep in the movie theater. And uh, we don't go to the movies together anymore because I don't like to be embarrassed. Bad That's movies, fair. It's dark. Nobody can Dave see. would drive, also dangerous. driving. <laughs> 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 I, I like that you're you're throwing Dave under the bus for that when you used to do it all the time on the way home hey. from the casino. I just, but this is because you'd make me drive. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into this movie. Dave, do you have the synopsis? Synopsis. Yes. Synopsis for this movie. Yes, I do. Megan, 2023, directed by Gerard Johnstone. Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence a lifelike doll that's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by Gemma, a brilliant roboticist, Megan can listen, watch, and learn as it plays the role of a friend and teacher, playmate and protector. When Gemma becomes the unexpected caretaker of her eight-year-old niece, she decides to give the girl a Megan prototype, a decision that leads to unimaginable consequences. So, right. uh, first, first thing I wanna ask everybody, I see this name a lot in movies and television shows. Have any of you ever met a Gemma in real life? Is this a thing that happens? No, I don't think so. Not in real life. Right? It does sound familiar, but I think it's only familiar because of movies and shows. So yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nobody's, of, yeah. nobody's ever met a Gemma in their life, but we can talk about the movie now. That's fine. So I didn't have high expectations for this movie for a few different reasons. Number one, PG-13 slasher doesn't work for me ever. I don't think I've ever given a high rating to a PG-13 slasher because, I mean, it's just for obvious reasons. It doesn't work. It's never worked. 
I also didn't have high expectations because I feel like movies that come out or horror movies that come out in January usually are not good historically. So those two things and Jason Blum, I'm not a big fan of a lot of his movies. His movies are almost always bad. He's got a few good ones, but they're, I think, more bad than good. So these three things, I was like, I'm not going to like this movie. But I watched it and I actually did have fun watching it. It was a fun movie. There was a lot of interesting aspects to it. There was a lot of also predictable aspects on the negative side. But for the most part, I mean, I had fun. It was I was a little bit surprised. It was a little better than I thought it was going to be. But uh, there were obviously some things that were very wrong with it. All right, Jade, we know you have some thoughts. So I want you to <laughs> I want you to start unloading the clip on this movie. Yeah. So for me, I I also didn't really have high expectations going in, but I did have some expectations. I figured it was going to be just a silly slasher where there's a killer doll where you know, we've heard this story time and time again. A killer doll on the loose just wreaking havoc on a city and I was hoping for a lot more I think I was really hoping for a lot like a bigger a higher body count I was kind of ready for these like just wild kills maybe not necessarily like a lot of gore because it is PG-13 but I was I was expecting like just some off the wall balls to the wall kills crazy storyline you know what I mean not not anything particularly good that's like necessarily cinematically but I was really expecting a lot more I personally didn't really have that much fun watching it and that was what hurt me the most i think <laughs> that's fair but i mean for, for me going into it with the pg-13 rating i was not expecting any crazy kills so my mm -hmm. expectations were already on the floor mm -hmm. so there weren't a lot of kills but i wasn't expecting it so it was kind of i thought it was a little bit fun um watching it i had a good i, I liked the sci-fi angle i like the ai angle you know more uh, they did that in the chucky remake the child's mm -hmm. play remake didn't they so yeah but yeah this was i mean this was definitely not an original movie it was kind of like child's play meets terminator you know <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah I mean, exactly it's a, it's a meets iron concept. man and a couple others i, I thought it was, i thought it was solid i mean it, again it exceeded my expectations i agree with you jade i think there could have been more bodies it doesn't have to necessarily be more gruesome but i think if this uh trend had picked up like the mother didn't or the aunt she didn't have to see all of the kills or find out about all the mm -hmm. kills or have it be right on her doorstep and have the police investigating her over every single one she could have been going around killing people throughout the movie that you know they didn't really know about it at first and then maybe they string them together so i think there could have been a higher body count i agree with that but it, it, it definitely exceeded my expectations and it was it was fun and if you look at it it's listed kind of as like horror slash thriller slash comedy because there was a good uh comedic aspect as well there was a few times in the movie where I specifically was laughing out loud. I was like, this is actually hilarious. And not just laughing at the movie, but laughing with the movie. So I give him a little bit of credit for that. There were definitely some cringy moments and it could have used an R rating and been a lot more gory and it would have been such a better movie because the doll was creepy enough. It was unbelievably creepy. The kills were were kind of brutal, but you kind of didn't see a lot of it, but you just assumed what, what happened, right? So uh, by the way, spoiler-filled review as always. But in the the killer the kill scene where she's spraying the neighbor with the the toxic uh, the chemicals or whatever, like if that was an R-rated movie, you're watching skin peel from her face and all this kind of stuff. That would be a particularly gruesome and horrifying scene. And uh, you know they had to skip some of that, so obviously to keep that PG-13 rating. But it literally would have changed it from like a softcore slasher to an extreme horror. <laughs> right. That one scene, I, I elevated think horror. One thing I'll say about that. So I went into it probably with even lower expectations than all of you. 
I expected nothing out of this movie for all the reasons you said. And I thought it looked silly. And I know it's got ties to Malignant. I'll, I don't know, Jade, how you feel about the movie Malignant. We're very divided on that movie. Here. I know. It's very polarizing. Um, <laughs> I thought it was one of the worst movies ever. And okay. Dave, Dave liked it. it a lot. <laughs> so I went in with like real low expectations on it. This is and... why I refuse to watch the movie because then it's going to be like a divorced parent situation. I might have to pick between Rob and Dave who I want to live with. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely no reason for me to move in with them. But I feel like if I watch that movie, I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to move in with you guys. Yes, well, then I hope you like it because please don't move in here. So <laughs> Dave doesn't even have a house right now. That's the only room in his house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so with it being a PG-13 slasher, I think in terms of the kills, they pushed it to the boundaries of that PG-13, specifically with the one kid in the forest with the ears. Now, that whole thing was gruesome. It's one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen. Just grabbing. He, he, was, the, the, he was the kid with the ears. Yeah, just grabbing the ear and just like stretching it all the way out. Like it was actually brutal. Yeah, it was pretty brutal to see that that particular thing. And then they followed it up with the dumbest fucking part of the entire movie where she starts running on all fours. And you're just like, what? (laughs) Why is this a Transformers movie? What is happening right now? Why she couldn't. She could have just ran fast. Yeah, could have just run fast. She's super strong, right? Like, why I mean, it, was, we... it was meant to be like a creepy scene, and it just it was just goofy as hell. Again, I agree with you. It was the so rest of... funny. <laughs> I was laughing out loud when because that you see it in the trailer too. So it's like, oh, this is where she's about to keel over and start hopping along. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they were they were going for like a cheetah slash. Uh, crawling tarantula type thing it just it just absolutely didn't work and it didn't need to if you think back to like terminator 2 when you had like the the terminator that like melted through walls and stuff when he's just running super fast that's all they had to do just have him run yeah. fast they run faster yeah. than humans because they're made out of titanium yeah and just yeah. have it run a little bit like a robot. it's a robot yeah they're built exactly. to do this right like yeah exactly we've seen them happening in real life this is like this is going to be in the real world in about three years and we're all going to die so i'm glad we're getting this movie review out of the way right now before it happens but the only the only thing that would have been worse there is if like she had wheels that came out of like her feet and she just rolled really fast uh just an inspector gadget <laughs> robot all of a like sudden rockets on the back <laughs> <laughs> make sure to put her helmet on first though like just that actually would have been awesome. That actually, <laughs> anything that would have been better with it than what they did in that scene. So. Yeah, yeah. That, that was so bad. So um, one thing on the one thing on the rating, real quick, because this was this movie. One thing I did actually read about it was that this movie was shot as a rated R movie, and then last minute they decided right. to change it to PG thirteen. So they made cuts. They cut stuff out. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a rated R director's cut version come out in the near future, which could be a game changer. It could be a really cool movie if you add in some of that gore. So. I don't know why they made that just abysmal. I don't know why they do that. I mean, I do know why they do this. It's to put asses in seats, but it just sucks every time. It makes sense for this movie, though, because I feel like you're marketing this sort of as like like a first slasher movie for teenagers. Like this is like yeah. one actually, of the ones. Yeah, I mentioned this to Dave yesterday. This is like this could be a good like intro to horror for yeah. his kids or, or whoever. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just a way to like bring people in. Like if it's too scary, then you don't want to bring them further than this movie and you want to be able to bring teen- teenagers do teenagers go to the movies anymore like we used to when we were younger is that a thing still yes I don't know. do they yeah yes yeah. i <laughs> so. just saw i just saw puss in boots for the second time in theaters last weekend or this past weekend mm-hmm. so many teenagers there 
which they it was fine because I'm happy to see people still going to the movies, but right. teenagers still go to the movies, I promise. Right. Good. So there you go. That it just it helps market it. It helps make it so that you can sell it. It it fits for that that uh, that that general audience. Yeah, generation that audience. Everything. Um, now I thought I had some fun with this movie. Here's my biggest problem with this entire movie. The rule that we established for Megan was that she was killing because the girl was her primary user and she was there to protect her primary user, right? And I feel like half the kills throughout the movie, I know she's evolving and she's becoming like self, you know, like protecting herself as well. But Self-aware, yeah. But I think that you should have stuck with the premise that she was only killing to protect the little girl. Whatever the reasoning is, how messed up it is, it could be yeah, something but, super small. But then we have less kills, and we already have so few kills in this. Why movie. you can add you can add reasons. They can be small, small reasons. That CEO, there, there's a million ways you could have added for the reason why he was quote unquote threatening the little girl. It didn't have to make like. Oh yeah, maybe like she wanted to leave the. Right. campaign maybe he th- threatened her for not wanting to be the spokesperson anymore that could have worked i think you're right about that super easy ways to do this right and i think that's the way they should have stuck with it um the other big problem is we all knew that giant robot was coming back into play in the morning it was like the worst super predictable. it was the worst foreshadowing yes. of all time right yeah like, <laughs> of all time you're like you're watching like oh so that's going to be the robot that they used to kill i Megan said it I yeah. said it when it happened last night. I was like, that's coming back later in the movie. Yeah, I, know that. Yeah, I literally had a, the conversation. So I had watched it first with the wife a few nights ago. And um, it, as soon as I even they panned across the robot, I'm like, that one's going to save the day. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you're probably right. Everything in this movie was unbelievable. There wasn't a single thing that surprised me. I think the only thing that surprised me was that uh, his ear stretched so far in that forest yeah. scene. I was like, well, yes. that's it's more stretchy than I thought it would be. And probably more stretchy than it really would be. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I was not expecting that kid to be so yeah. pliable. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new every day. Um, yeah, one extremely big, One big, I think, one of the glaring issues with this movie, and it's a giant negative for me, is it had no real identity. There's too many things going on. So, is it a horror slasher? Is it a comedy? Or is it a movie that's supposed to tug at your heartstrings about with the tragedy? You know, are, are we talking about family values and you know how children deal with death is a pretty serious topic and then to mix it in with the comedic aspect that they ran with and then the slasher it was just too much going on and i feel like you could have pulled it off with two of those any two of those things right not all three all three it's a mess and so. weirdly the drama was some of the best stuff in the movie that scene where they're like doing the showcase uh to the board members and she's in there and she starts crying and Megan goes over and like talks to her. Actually a really good scene for a movie all around. I thought like the, uh, the way that they did that scene, but yeah, like maybe we get rid of some of the comedy. Maybe we don't have the giant robot fight at the end. Uh, it just a little unnecessary. Dave brought get, this up as an issue with the movie too. Last night when we were watching it was that the girl who played Katie, uh, Violet McGraw, she's the best actress in the movie. Yeah. And it's not even close or best actor in general in the movie. Like she's, she's the best. And when you're, when you have a child actor as the best actor in your movie, it's cool. Cause it's strong, but it also, it's the whole movie's not going to be great. Cause there really weren't that many good actors. I thought the, the girl who played the aunt, uh, Alison Williams, I, th- I think, I think she was fine. The girl who played Gemma. Uh, but there was a lot of really bad actors in the movie and 
it didn't go well. Uh, Ronnie yeah. Chandler, who played David, CEO, was yeah. god-awful in the movie. Yeah. Although, he had the best line in the whole movie, and it was quick. I had to have Dave rewind it because he didn't catch it right away. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this line either, but it was when he's doing like the infomercial for Megan or whatever. Mm. And he's like, and they show the clip of, um, of, of Katie and she's talking about how her parents died. And he's like, he's like, Megan is great. is going to be the best toy for hundreds of thousands of kids out there. Even ones who don't have dead parents. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> kill, dude, what a line. <laughs> I, I would say not awful in the movie though. It, it might not even be a case of bad acting. I thought they did a really poor job fleshing out any characters. Like they do this whole like little side plot where the guy's stealing the files, but like for no reason, nothing happens, nothing happens <laughs> with it. Like, like why didn't you have him like bringing it to another company? If you want to set up a sequel, they're building, they have the plans to build this doll now. Oh, there you go. Maybe that's why they were doing it, but they did a really poor job of even trying to explain that. But, like, yeah, like who's he giving the files to? He just copied yeah. them. Yeah. They said they said he was just doing it just to see if he could do it. And it's just like, oh, okay. Right? Like, what what are we doing there? Like, they just didn't give the actors anything other than other than the main two stars of the movie. Like just there's no character development for any of them her two friends are real throwaway characters i don't even remember their names from the movie they didn't get a chance to shine at all they had they had nothing to work with um yeah it just it was real tough and then it wasn't for a lack of time either i think this movie was too long i was just about about to ask what the runtime was it was a hundred and it was an hour 41 okay which is like 10 15 minutes too long yeah for this kind of movie, I think, yes. Oh, yeah. Long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they probably could have trimmed some of the um, beginning. Speaking of the beginning, I just want to throw out as people, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where you're from, Jade, um, in relation to snow. As people that deal with snow, they would you would never sit in the middle of the road and wait out a snowstorm. That is the incorrect way to do anything with snow. You don't just sit in the middle of it's, the road. Yeah, it's not even the fact that they could get snow plowed like they did. It's just like someone's going to hit you from everyone's going to yeah. hit you from all angles. Like you got to yeah. get out of the road. Yeah. yeah. We just keep going. Yeah. Best thing for me is we, you know, we live in Massachusetts. I drove a Mustang for years and this was by far the worst car in the snow possible. Like it actually might have been the worst car just in general, but also in the snow. Like rear wheel drive, just everything you don't drive in Please Massachusetts. Don't sue us for it. <laughs> and, <laughs> but because I drove that car for a couple of years in the snow, I have now become expert at driving in the snow. Cause when you drive the worst possible car in the snow, uh, you learn how to do it. But yeah, never, never in a million years, would you just put the car in park? Yeah. Oh, it's a whiteout storm. Let's just stop the car. Let's, let's just, just stop. Yeah. Let's just be right in the way for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's just sit here. And what happened was exactly what would happen. You would just get absolutely mashed by a, by a plow truck. So yeah, I think they could have cut some of the opening of this movie to to get it down a little bit. Were you guys sitting there like looking at the little girl, like where do I know her from for like yeah, half the movie? From, uh, yeah, no, haunting a Hill House. I knew. I yeah, I that. knew that from the beginning. From the uh, trailers, see, I couldn't too. remember. I couldn't remember right away. I'm like, I know her from something, and it's something I've watched about 17 times. So you think yeah. I would have picked it up? It's like my favorite horror thing in the last, you know, five six years that's come out. She's been in other stuff too. I can't think of what else off the top of my she head. She was in a but. random car commercial. Didn't even have any lines. I'm just like, why is she back there? Why is she in the car? <laughs> Fun fact. Just waiting for a ghost to pop out or something. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to hit on in this movie, particularly? 
I, I just want to see Megan end up fighting Chucky one day because I know it's going to happen and then I'll, I'll be here for that. As much as I didn't really <laughs> care about this movie afterward, I'll be seated for that. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about that real quick. I'm not sure if Dave and Jesse have seen that remake where they actually made Chucky a robot. I thought when that movie originally came out, everyone was like, this would have been a fine movie if it wasn't a Chucky movie. Like you're mm. just, you're killing what the, this, the, the series is. And I feel like maybe Bloomhouse was like, oh, if that's what you feel like, then we'll make that movie without Chucky. And that's kind of what they did here. And now people are still kind of like on the fence about it. Do you think without the Chucky name that that remake is better than this movie? That's hard to say because I actually ended up enjoying that movie. And I think that movie did have an R rating. So again, mm-hmm. yeah. more kills, more, a little bit more gruesome. And it's based on a character that I love. So I already had that kind of tie to it. Um, I thought it was, I, I thought it was good for what it was. Uh, it's hard to say what it would be like if, if it was, if it didn't have the child's play name to it, but um, I still liked it. I think I I haven't watched it since I think it released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so however many years ago now, but I think from what I remember, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Megan. Gotcha. So. Dave, did zero, you zero percent chance that any child's play was not rated R? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. No, they would never. <laughs> they would never. Well, they're they're airing a TV show on you know USA Network with the. I've heard that's Chuck. pretty good. I've watched the first season. Actually, a lot of fun. If you yeah. like the original, like, two Child's Plays, you really like this. And for me, that Child's Play, I was in the camp that, like, if this was any other, you know, doll, this movie would have been great. It's just, it's like when they recast Robert England as Freddy Krueger. It's like mm-hmm. Robert England just is Freddy Krueger. Right. Brad Dorif is is, is Chucky. Chucky to me. <laughs> And and I love Mark Hamill, and that's who did the voice as, mm-hmm. you know, the remake for Chucky. But just, like, switching from, let, let's be honest, the Chucky story is batshit insane. Souls going into dolls here and there. Like, it makes zero sense. But it's kind of why I like it. It's just, like, it's that is what Child's Play is. So when they try to make it more real with the, the um, AI and it being, like, a robot-type situation... It just kind of fell a little flat in that aspect, but Aubrey Plaza was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. The kills were great in that movie. It was actually like a good movie if it wasn't Child's Play. So it's probably still a better movie than Megan. But yeah, like I'm I'm down. Let's get let's get a Chucky versus Megan fight going. Um Let's toss Annabelle in there too. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen a couple of these verse movies, but but are these like versus movies ever any good? No, they're but they're no. amazing. They're fun. I mean, I liked Freddy versus Jason. Amazing. Say what you will about that. Uh, I love Freddy versus okay. Jason. <laughs> what movie? Alien, what Alien versus Predator. Alien versus Predator. I liked it. I don't care. I just Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. I don't it's, care. It's fun, I just but it's not hard, right? It's, it's more like action, right? <laughs> action, you want an action yeah. movie. So sure. I think what, what this movie needs, if it's going to continue, if there's going to be Megan 2, it needs the R rating, it needs the yeah. creepy factor. There was enough creepiness with this movie where I think it has potential. Again, this movie exceeded my expectations. I thought it was better. I found this movie to be, ah, it just wasn't scary, but like there was some 
there were moments where it really could have been when you have just the look of just the doll just staring out the window and just kind of like the nothingness in her face. Like there was potential for this movie to be really creepy. There just wasn't enough dark scenes, too much comedy, too many songs. You know, it was just. All right. We missed one important scene. Why was she dancing in the hallway? Why are we doing this scene? I like, like it. I know it's like, I, I, that's literally why they did that. <laughs> it is literally why they did that scene, right? Like they did it because of TikTok. There's no other. It made me laugh. I mean, at that point in the movie, I was like, this is goofy anyways. Just keep getting goofier. It, it's, it just was like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. I was just like floored. I think, that you, they, gotta, I think you gotta keep in mind that because they had a few scenes like this. It wasn't just the dancing scene, but they, there was a couple like really just out of nowhere singing scenes where she's just singing titanium to the girl when she's going to bed, right? Uh, then there was another singing scene where just like at no moment where you're like, oh, that's sweet. You're like, this is kind of creepy and kind of stupid. But you got to remember that this thing is supposed to be a kid's toy, right? It's supposed to sing. It's supposed to do stupid dances. It's supposed to color pictures with you. By the way, she used three markers to color that unbelievable portrait of that girl. That was nonsense. <laughs> primary colors. That's all you need is the primary colors. You can make any color out of them. Okay, I want to see you draw that portrait. With I am not an artist. <laughs> I like that every episode is devolving into Jesse's art takes on, on some level. Like he's just hitting on different art things throughout the throughout our shows. I'm really not though. See, I'm not because I don't know anything about art. But I can tell you that that drawing that she made would have taken more than three colors. <laughs> That's fair. So I think we, I think we've actually established what the second movie does need to be. And as someone that doesn't like when movies randomly go this route, they need to make this a musical slasher for the second movie and just go completely bonkers with it. Just full on. It worked for Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd was great. Yes. Go, go that route. Like just make it a complete slasher slash um, slasher slash stuff to do that together. Slash, I don't like that. Yeah. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> we got there. We got there. All right, Jade, you're the new host. Rob just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with all that being said, with all the dancing, with all the singing, with some of the good kills, some of the not good kills, story that's meh, let's get some scores here. Jade, as a, as our guest, do you want to lead us off here? Sure. <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm going with I, what I rated it on Letterboxd, and I, I stick to those ratings out of five. Um, I, I gave it a 2.5 out of five. I wouldn't say it's the worst movie I've ever seen or the worst horror movie or worst horror comedy I've ever seen, uh, but it's certainly not fun enough for me to really care about, I think, again. Maybe. We'll see. Could change my mind, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's a reasonable score. I have this at a 3.5. I had fun watching it. Obviously, it had a ton of stuff that I didn't like about it that I thought it had, you know, wrong with it. But it, I did enjoy it enough to give it a three and a half. And I think this makes a better sci-fi movie than it does a horror movie. And if they went a little bit more of the sci-fi angle, I think it could have got a higher score. Um, but they went with the slasher with the PG-13. Have any of you guys seen Ex Machina? Love that movie. So good. It's A24. It's yep. strictly sci-fi, not horror. But um, I was thinking that the whole time you guys were talking about that. Exactly. Yeah. Go watch And how that. scary that movie is for yeah, how yeah. minimal it is. It almost feels like this would also be a good shorten it down to an hour and make it a Black Mirror episode mm, type yeah. deal. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, you have to skip a lot of the story, but you could. I don't know if you'd have to skip a lot of the story. I think you could. you could really establish it within an hour where are you at with this jesse i'm gonna go 
2.9 with it. I did I did enjoy it, but it really lacked the scare factor. It did have a little bit of the creep factor, but not enough. Dude, have her do a kill right before she does that dance, and if she's doing that dance with blood all over her, all of a sudden it's terrifying and not stupid. And that's, and that's, that's rated R then. <laughs> you can't I do know, it. but it's so movie. close. Yeah. Give her the uh, black blood from uh, from Black Christmas. Whatever, just put something, just do that, or Please have her do that. Don't, okay. don't ever try to pull anything <laughs> from Black Christmas 2019. That's obviously, obviously a joke. No, but okay, what they did to her, do to her, though, is they like, almost cut her face in half. They pulled out some of her hair. If they did the dancing scene after she looked like that and she looked creepy already, then it's it could work. Oh, yeah. So it's sort, of, over, never do it. sort of like she's malfunctioning and she goes into her like little dance thing. That could Yeah, be, the dance is a little messed up. Yeah, yeah the music's oh, kind of oh altered. All right, I got to bump it down a little bit. We're going to go from 2.9 down to 2.7 because a fucking glass of water caused her to malfunction at the end of the movie. <laughs> That's like, okay. Like you I didn't, forgot about that. This doll That's is supposed so to withstand like all these crazy elements. Like what if the girl wants to take the doll swimming with her? Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't build it. You shouldn't in a, take electronic swimming with you. What if it rains? Like. Yeah, well, exactly. it's made, the doll's made for kids and kids are gross and messy. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, but our, <laughs> our iPhone has better resistance than, than this, <laughs> you know, dollars yeah. doll. Also, they, they were talking about how much it cost to build there. They were, they were saying that it was over like 100000 and then they're selling it for 10000 That math doesn't check out. Where are we at with that math right now? Like, it just it didn't make any sense. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.3. I don't think you should go out of your way to see this movie. I don't think you should go to the movie theater to see it, but I think if you're home on a Friday or Saturday night, it's on HBO Max or whatever it's streaming on, and you're with a you're with one or a couple other people, and you're like, eh, let's watch this. I haven't seen it. I think it's a fine movie to watch with somebody else. I wouldn't go out of my way like as soon as it drops to watch it, though. It's just one of those movies that if it's there, I would uh, I would watch it. But yeah, I think I think it wasn't terrible it could have been a little bit better so i'll go with a 3.3 do we have any closing thoughts on this movie everybody i don't think so i am surprised that you went 3.3 i thought you're gonna go a lot lower me yeah i i thought it was fine i just i like it's it is the epitome of fine to me like it's just like eh, it was there i think it i think i would have went lower if i didn't already have low expectations going yeah, into it that's how kind of uh, that's point. how i was so that's probably why I'm at a three three. If I rewatch it, I bet you I would bump it down to like a two four, two three, yeah, or something like that. After the first time, then every every other time you watch the movie, you're just looking for the things that are wrong with it, which you will find more than you thought there were. Uh, Jade, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Social media or your show? Or yeah, so um, you can find me at Twitter on Jade Rafa- or on Jade Rafalo at Jade Rafalo. It's just my name. Um, I also work with Agents of Fandom. It's just Agents Fandom on Twitter and then Agents of Fandom on all other social medias. Uh, We're working on getting more articles out. We're covering, one of our girls is covering The Last of Us. If you guys are watching that, she's covering it week by week. And that's kind of our big thing right now. Uh, But that's it. That's me. I'm I'm just here to talk about movies and shows and have a good time. Yeah, and I I was on Agents of Fandom last week for the Ant-Man episode. That was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun with TJ and a bunch of other guys. Um, So looking forward to the Ant-Man movie. Jade, you are great. Anytime you want to come on, especially if you're sending me like, I need to talk about this movie <laughs> with angry faces. I'm, I'm all for it. Like anytime awesome. we can blast the movie. Uh, I'll, I'll plug this last article that I just wrote. It's my 
10 most anticipated horror movies that are supposed to come out this year. A couple mm. of them, not sure if they will drop this year, but hopefully they will. Uh, so go check that out. Maybe we can talk about one of those another time. Cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw give, us, give us a teaser. What's the number one that you're <laughs> so coming the, out? So I only, I didn't put them in a particular order. I just went with 10 movies that I had found that are coming out. But number one, that's my only one that's like ranked is Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Coming out A24, mm. Ari Aster's third movie. I'm excited. Yeah. And yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, come on. It's I'm good. going into that blind. I'd, I only have seen Same. the artwork for it. I haven't seen anything else on it. I don't want to see anything else on it. I watched the the trailer release and it looks it it looks like it's going to hurt my head the entire time and that's all I'm I'm planning on watching before the release. So Nice. Yeah, the jury's yeah. out on Ari Aster for me. I, I liked Hereditary and I hated Midsummer. So, we'll oh, I, I liked Midsummer. I like both. Was a wild ride. Yeah. But yeah, Hereditary like is two just... weeks ago. Yeah. All right, Jade. I'm gonna throw a curveball and I'm gonna ask you to rate rate, rate a movie. Okay. Um, real quick, Black Christmas 2019. I have never seen it. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> You, when you watch that movie, we don't have to do a show or anything. Just message me. Right. Tell me what you think about that movie. Because, you got uh, it. It is a very... You want to talk about a polarizing movie. You that movie it. is overly polarizing. <laughs> okay. um, polarizing. That's true. It is kind of not polarizing. It is pretty much universally hated. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for myself, for Dave, for Jesse, and for Jade... That's going to do it for this episode of Hometown Ghost Stories Movie Reviews. We'll catch you next time. Peace.